0: hello and welcome to tune in with luke and amy the podcast where we discuss your favorite topics with our favorite creatives
1: yep and asking them the questions you didn't even know you needed answers to so this is episode one and today we are here with rev also known as Dobbs. so
0: hello there Hey how guys! Are you? how are you
1: it's been such a long time we're really good i think that like, the last time like i saw you was probably at the first rehearsal rehearsal yeah but, uh, yeah Cause you guys actually kind of know each other through like, well, you're in the same band. You guys haven't released anything yet. you have got so much stuff in the works. Yeah. But the first time I met you was actually at your first rehearsal with them. That was when you first met yeah. the band. It was such a hot day. I remember we had to have like all the windows open everywhere. <laughs> it was so like, so hot. It was ridiculous. And like we had
2: to rehearse with the masks on as well, which made it yeah, even worse.
1: So COVID, we had to have yeah. masks on. Like, oh, it was just too hot. It was. Yeah, I remember being like, okay,
2: how am I singing in the mic with the mask? Like, how is it happening? (laughs) (laughs) It was such cool. Yeah. And then the other one, the other time was when you were creating the logo for the band on one of the days. And we we were all
1: like, cramped oh. in a small room and it was also really hot then and i was like there with my laptop trying to draw out this logo
2: yeah yeah <laughs> Which well i guess like for rock and roll you need the sweat so
1: <laughs> exactly yeah it looks exactly good. but you guys met like at uni didn't you
2: yeah. yeah yeah so me
0: and Dobbs are um good friends for the past few years met you at uni i have now graduated but you are in your third year yes yeah. final year and yeah, I, re- I remember all the lecturers telling me about this 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 guy with a great voice and long, luscious hair.
2: <laughs> 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 yeah, well, that's the thing, actually. So I think the first time I heard about you was through Erin, uh, one of our friends, because she knew uh, some of the people in your course. And I just knew, like, uh, this is a really sick drummer, and I really wanted to hear you. I think on one of the jam nights or whatever, that was one of the first times I actually properly heard you play with a band and I was just blown away by how good everything was. I think you just entered the stage like out of nowhere. They just asked you to to like play with them on the spot. It was oh, sick.
0: <laughs> I remember that. That so there was a jam night at our uni's SU in Wickham and I'm pretty sure I'd like never heard the song in my life. It was with Agnes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She yeah. was she was on vocal and think joel on guitar and soul on bass dude uh but yeah do you know the song by mabel i'm like no but let's go for it
2: (laughs) (laughs) and i just remember a few things like on the day because you're playing so hard like the kick drum kept moving to the front of the stage you kept like (laughs) (laughs) moving with
0: it (laughs) Drummer problems luke
1: is a very (laughs) like full-on drummer he's very like Stick snap all the time everything gets broken but
2: that was the first thing that like blew my mind because i was mixing that thing after that and when i was in the studio you know you have the files from all the bands that I've played before you after you and when you're checking the waveforms because we had set one levels for the whole show your waveforms were like this and the rest were like this i just <laughs> love how much punch there was
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: It,
0: yeah
1: yeah you are a very like heavy-handed drummer it's
0: like rock drums regardless what genre i'm yeah. playing yeah
1: like,
2: <laughs> i just i i love that yeah. like this is my favorite type of drumming like the <laughs> slammed. <it. laughs> exactly. yeah of course it's the. But
1: best. In, the, in the band that you guys are in together you don't actually play drums in this band you play guitar they
0: play guitar and dubs on
1: vocals, lead vocals. The vocals that, that's yeah. the weirdest thing
2: actually that you were one of the So you were probably the second drummer in my life that I heard in real life being so good. Like I've known a lot of drummers, listened to them and whatever, but from the drummers that I've recorded, you were the first that is crazy good. And it was weird that when we started Lucid, the band, and I heard Cobb for the first time, he was the second, like, ridiculously amazing drummer. And I was like, how is it possible you know?
1: crazy. Yeah, like, we are definitely Cop doing a podcast. Is ridiculous. He is
0: just a rhythmical genius. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. You just, like, watch him, and your jaw just, like, drops to the floor. You're like, oh, my yeah, God, just, how?
2: Because, you know, normally what I love about programming drums, because a lot of times I'm programming my own, is you can go, like, I want this for that part. And the program drums will do it. But Cops is yeah. literally the same. Like we would do a breakdown and we would be like, yeah, Cops, can you do this, this and that? And he would just start doing it. Like. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Amazing.
1: It is really crazy. Just see him working like, oh my God, how is that possible? Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah So
0: you have very recently released a EP or would you call it an album? Or I EP? think it's
2: EP. Yeah, EP. Because it was just six songs. Yeah.
0: I absolutely love. Thank yeah, you. It is like
1: so charged.
0: Sounds amazing and you mix and and produce it all yourself, record it all yourself, which yeah. I just think is I mean, I know how much work goes into this stuff. It's a and lot it's of like work. Just having having the right mindset and actually hearing it um you know in the perspective of someone else like a consumer. Yeah. Very difficult, I feel.
2: Definitely. Like that's I think one of the biggest issues with like producing, mixing, mastering, and everything doing yourself is like you you lose the third side from someone like third person mastering it, saying like mm. okay, this sounds like this and this. I guess uh, a huge help on that was um, first off, Gabby would be really like up to it. If she doesn't like something, she That's she wouldn't. Me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We just I love that.
1: Literally. Yeah,
2: and then I would have like a few friends that I am. Uh, that are mixers, uh, mixing engineers from like uh, a few countries, and I just know that if I send them something, they're going to like nitpick the 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 smallest details, and I would yeah. just send stuff to a few people to get like what the perception is. That that eased it a lot, but yeah, it was, it was actually really good. I did it in in the home studio, and I think COVID helped a lot on that EP. Because some yeah. of the songs were, like, written in 2017 after the release of my first EP. But I never got the chance to actually have some months off where I can actually do yeah. everything. Yeah, it's really good to have the time. For sure. Yeah, yeah.
1: But I feel girlfriends play such an important part in music. Going to take credit there because yeah. all the time Luke will show they me They give you something. the real perspective. Yeah, yeah. i like, no, Luke, that doesn't sound good. you got to do this. And yeah. Even though I don't know what I'm talking about, I'll just like make the sound and be like, yeah. "You're gonna do that poo poo for choo choo." Yeah,
2: yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> and like, plus Gabby has a way bigger understanding than me on like uh, what sells, like marketing, the marketing side and yeah. promotion, so she can be like, "Yeah, that that really <laughs> wouldn't work."
1: <laughs> that wouldn't make the cut, no. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you've got. I mean, you've got twenty five thousand streams, which is. which is crazy
2: yeah i i I actually wasn't expecting any of this like i i do think a lot of luck came in place because like the spotify algorithm started picking the song Mm. yeah we did we did work really hard on the on the promotion and like uh having as many people listen to it beforehand but i do think like a lot of it came to like having the luck of um in the first week i think we had the 400 streams which for me was still amazing on fallen yeah but the thing is i think what what really helped us was 200 of them were saves and a lot of people had listened through the song saved it listened to it multiple times so i think the algorithm picked up that people are liking it and at first it started sharing it just to a small amount of people and Mm. they kept getting saves from them so then it started like actually pushing it to more people and that really really helped the song wow that's amazing did you yeah.
1: make it to, like top 10 in bulgaria
2: it was, was it yeah In so we have uh with metal and rock we have i'd say uh three main radios two of them like national yeah. radios uh z-rock and tango mega rock and both of them have like their um charts with like um top 40 bands or whatever for them and on the what was it like uh on the second week of fallen when we released the ep um we shared like um uh stories with those radios to just share the posts that we are on and whatever and i'm just checking whether um they have posted anything about the ep and i saw radio Tangra mega rock uh, having like uh you can find fallen in our top 40 chart and i was like what is what is this like what's happening? So I yeah. clicked the link wow. and I actually saw that it was the song went in there which is really cool. We are still I think today we were on 8th or something. We are still on it That's and it's crazy. been like four or five weeks something like this.
1: That is crazy. Mm. You must have just been like in so much shock. Be like oh my god, I can't believe this is yeah. real. Yeah. It's like a a surreal feeling, isn't it? You're like is this actually happening? Like especially after all the time and effort and the years that have gone into it it Definitely. must just feel like it's really paid off now yeah th- for you plus, to like take that stride and yeah just jump I in feel, and finish it
2: i feel like i i talked with some other people from the bulgarian scene after that and it just it really motivated me everything that happened because i've always found like bulgarian scene being too small and like um Sometimes you kind of feel like you can't do anything big as in like having really huge numbers, but like happening to someone like me who is nobody it means like that a lot more people can do it. And that's really, mm. really good. Like it really motivates.
1: Mm. Yeah, no. I feel like
2: the algorithm
0: is becoming almost a little bit more fair. Like, yeah, you get all, all sorts of uh, genres and quirky types of people popping up. Yeah, definitely. Uh, on sponsored posts. Yeah. And even on my Spotify, I see some artists. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. 400 listeners. I feel like... And then like, you go back a, a few weeks later and yeah. you're
1: like... Yeah. Like I feel like 20, social 000. media is having a big part in all of that as well. Like TikTok especially. Yeah. It's like the amount of songs that are just blowing up on TikTok. Definitely. Is absolutely crazy. Insane. Like remixes. And I kind of feel like... You
2: know, um, Before the algorithm happened, I was like, oh, I want to go on an editorial playlist. You know, everyone's dream is to be on an editorial, but I quickly realized editorial playlists in Spotify, even though though they're huge, they can have a huge following. It's a playlist that everyone can access and you still can get a huge amount of streams, but it's a bit slower. Whereas the algorithm, because it's specifically for that person, the playlist... Feel like a lot of more people are listening to the music in there, yeah. so that's partly why it blew. Literally, those twenty five thousand were in combination of two weeks of it, just in two weeks, is what created those numbers, which is crazy. Mm. It's
1: crazy. It's so crazy, isn't it? How how short is that out there? So, I mean, you guys both filmed a music video together for it, didn't you? You were yeah, you were the drummer, right? yeah
2: that that it really really came out on your so good yeah yeah
1: it looked so, so like i love the lighting the effects it it just looked, shaky and yeah stuff. it yeah, looks yeah, yeah. so cool like it just really looked like some kind of yeah. it just looked heavy it yeah, just went we, with the song so well
2: we did it with sean Dagno and he really like nailed the video it, it really i mm. i love how professional everything looked uh, and it was it, it was all shot in the university so i i really like yeah, how it came which is out.
1: also crazy that you managed to like shoot scenes that are that cool in just like in the local uni yeah which i think is quite cool
2: yeah 100 like, yeah, percent. like it's it really i i do think like music videos are so important nowadays like you can still definitely. get the streams on spotify but a lot of people are searching for the visual aspect of something and to have something that professional is
1: yeah you want it to be like you don't want to have you know your video kind of drag down yeah. the song like you it needs to be able to live up to the effort that you put into the song i feel oh yeah, to, re- to definitely reflect it and i but, and yeah. i
2: dig how a lot of bands start to do like multiple videos for one release like normandy me and luca have been obsessing over normandy but like normandy. yeah they they released what was it like three music four music videos and one lyric video something like this and that's really cool. I saw a lot uh, another band. Um, have you been? Uh, there was like in two thousand nineteen. There was a band in Bucks SU in our university, uh, metalcore band, played in there called uh, As Everything Unfolds, and they were really sick. Yeah. And so the other the other day um, we were checking the statistics on Spotify, and we saw Spotify created the fans also like page for Ref where like uh, similar artists and whatever and for now we only have one artist and it's as everything unfolds and i oh. i had heard the band but didn't realize it's the same band that we listened in uni and then i realized they're from high wickham as well they're from our city and they're massive yeah. right now they're with a, yeah. a hundred and fifty thousand monthly listeners something like this which is so sick
1: That's crazy so sick. yeah
0: is... I, I think i think we might actually be doing a podcast of them because mm. um I'm good friends with Owen, the guitarist. Nice, yeah. Um, He's come to a few of the Nightjar gigs, and I've gone to many of his shows as yeah. well when he's been playing in Wickham.
2: But, like, they're just... Yeah, they're doing a similar thing to Normandy, where I saw they have, like, four music videos released, and that's so cool. Like, they're yeah. really putting a lot of effort in it.
0: 100%. It makes a huge difference when you've just got the visuals. Yeah. I feel like music seems very visual there's like a big package kind of involved with all of these artists at the moment yeah um, yeah and i did it, that it's like you kind of can't you kind of can't get away with being that that quiet kid in the bedroom who just releases a song on soundcloud anymore yeah. it's like you have to have the full work yeah
1: all over your social media it needs to be plastered you need to have videos you need to have content you need to have like high quality photographs for it and everything to kind of Yeah, you know you need to get personal shots to help you get out there
2: yeah because like even with i feel like even with professional shots and everything you still you still are like the rest you still don't have a lot of chances Mm. but if you don't have it you have no chances even like exactly i don't know if you guys heard the new spotify um uh things that are coming really soon like they're adding spotify's kind of like stories like instagram and yeah, more visual content so it's going yeah. s- even spotify is starting to get so much more visual
0: mm. Mm, yeah and the new yeah. visualizers and you've been making visualizers as well haven't you yeah yeah um, and yeah. you click on a spotify track and you get like the eight second loop clip yeah,
2: yeah. i really really dig those i think uh again they're showing like uh uh, a third dimension of the story that you're telling like you can you can literally put it what you were envisioning when you were writing the song or whatever and i think it really another personal um interaction you have with the person that is listening to it and it makes for an even more like um inside experience for them so yeah they're really good really good
0: mm. yeah i've noticed you've been getting really handy with the uh the visual side of things i know you're you're a um is it Premiere Pro is what you use? Yeah, After Effects and, and Premiere Pro mostly, yeah, yeah. When did you start doing video making and editing and stuff? Was it was it just like an interest that you were into just to build up yourself, or had you um, had I to do projects for others?
2: I, I, I've I done some projects for others, but it really started like uh, just for myself. It actually... In the beginning, in 2012, when we, me and my brother, got like a, a mixing, small Benninger mixing desk in our first Benninger mic. Because, basically, in 2012, uh, with a very close friend of mine, we did a cover song of uh, Adam Lambert, um, Better Than I Know Myself, I think. And we went to a studio in our hometown. And I just remember entering that studio. It was like i i wasn't like excited as an artist i was excited it's like the behind the scenes of actually operating because this was the first time i'm entering something like this and two months after we were like we need to buy some equipment and just start doing it and my Mm. brother was the first one that started like editing the videos and like sony vegas uh like just it was so painful to like (laughs) actually cut everything and then I started doing... I Even even the first recordings I was doing, the actual audio recordings were in Sony Vegas because I didn't know what a doll is. So <laughs> I was doing it in the video software. And yeah, yeah we, would, we would use Sony Vegas. Then we bought some cameras and whatnot. And um, I started learning Premiere, but it was all for the covers. I was really learning it just to edit my videos. And then some friends of mine... Um, would just ask me to do the video for their shit or whatever, Uh really cool deathcore band that I was, like, a member for a bit uh, called uh, From the Ashes. They were the first ones that were, like, let's just... Do-. And, and it's, like, semi-professional, but, like, it was a really cool experience for me because until then, this was, like, I think 2015 or something like this. Until then, I had only sh- uh, done video for myself. And it's really cool to try for uh, someone else. It's definitely a very big interest of mine. Just like audio, it's a really cool experience just to, to do it.
0: Yeah, man. Well, it's, it's very impressive um, that you're able to have basically just built like a full like record labels package style. Yeah. Just by yourself. Yeah. It just
1: shows the dedication
0: um, that you have as an artist. I feel like
1: out of... I know lockdown's been bad for quite a few people, but I feel like there is some good to take from it. Definitely. And this definitely, like, without that you would probably have not done this project still yeah probably would have been you know left left alone back
0: a few months yeah even, kept yeah. pushing
1: it back but it allowed you the time to actually go in and do it yeah. which is amazing i mean
2: and i, I think think you felt more productive by any chance uh yeah because uh when you don't have anything else to do you kind of have to focus on mm-hmm. it and at some point i did feel yeah really productive but i was going to say like i i think again people that you're surrounded are really helpful on um like your productivity and pushing you to learn more things being with lucid like with you guys uh we're again doing everything by ourselves and like uh, being surrounded by you just trying to push and do video content and whatever by yourself then with gabby both of us are the same way like we we want to if we don't know something we need to try it and learn it and so that's how both Mm. of us would learn stuff for videos and and marketing and promotion and both of us are like pushing ourselves to like uh to do everything as a label as you're saying
1: Yeah. yeah no that i think that's so important like we're both very kind of like we like to as a couple we both have things we want to achieve in life that we're always trying to push we're always trying to push to reach the next goal definitely whether yeah. that's in like our job whatever like i'm always trying to reach the top of my game in my job or with my horses i feel like we're both always trying to chase yeah something like we we like to kind of jump in in full effort just so we can have all this experience yeah as we're like so young you might as well like learn all this stuff now to aid you later on in life like i think you know in the long run it can save you money you know it's good to help your friends and your family with it
2: yeah like
1: you can never know too much in life oh definitely never learn too much i think
2: there aren't people that know everything but the people that know a lot are it's just that they are dedicated to to finding what they need like if you if you know where what your goal is the only thing you need to find is what the way is to get there. So it's yeah, really easy steps. to like learn. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, and then once you've reached that goal, set yourself another goal. Yeah. Climb up the ladder yeah, again just keep going. and just keep going. Some people set themselves a goal. They reach it and then they just settle. Whereas I think you've always got to keep going or some people set them go themselves a goal too high too early yeah. and they'll give up because and they you can't... get lost, yeah you, get lost yeah, yeah, yeah you can't you can't reach it so then they kind of give up whereas you should set yourself a smaller goal reach it then another goal reach it and such like it's just
2: 100% like so many bands get discouraged when they put a lot of work and then they see like i don't know a few hundred views which for me again it's like for a first year of releasing something would be huge a lot of people don't yeah. take in fact that the bands that they're seeing, even like we were talking about, uh, as everything unfolds, they have been around for what, like four or five years at least, releasing mm-hmm. stuff, and now they're blowing up. So people don't take in account that it really does take time to to do build. Yeah, that's
1: the thing. Like you've got to start somewhere in life. It's like you know, when you're a baby, you can't walk straight when you come yeah straight away when you come yeah. out. It's like I think people kind of they expect too much first of all whereas you have to start somewhere in life like you, you're gonna start at the bottom you go to a job you start in the bottom you yeah. work your way up you you know in school you start at the bottom you work your way up that is how it works And I think some people just want to reach the top straight away definitely
2: definitely plus while you're on the way of achieving something you meet a lot of people that you make connections with and I think that's that's
1: the really thing important as yeah. well yeah that's yeah and you take those people with you and then they help you achieve more stuff i Mm. think you know it's the the most important thing isn't the goal it's the journey to get into the goal yeah i think that is what you have to take away it's always the journey you learn a lot about yourself as well i think in life when you're trying to reach goals you do you just kind of learn who you are and how you want to do things in life and i think that's very important to take
2: definitely yeah
1: definitely
0: so Let's move on to something um a little bit different, so you are originally from Bulgaria yes, <laughs> so born and raised yes. Bulgarian um when did you move over here i mean how how long have you been speaking English for actually
2: Ah, uh, so I've been learning it since first grade, so. A while now uh, <laughs> i don't know how many years wh- what, but... what is first grade First for you? so
1: do you have like kindergarten yeah like, yeah America? you do so
2: uh, first grade is um i'm not actually sure what, what like
1: age six i'd say so it's like that for our first grade is like year one
2: so like our 12th grade is our final year when we are 18 year olds when you graduate high school Uh, and you go to university so for 12 years that'll mean like eight year olds around eight something like this is first grade yeah so um yeah um we start we you learn this and then on fifth grade which is uh like 12 or something like this you start learning another if you're in language school and most schools actually you start learning a third language as well which you have like a few options in my hometown it was Either um Russian or in the language school that I went w- in was uh, Spanish, French, and German, and I t- took German, but I was shit at it <laughs> like wasn't paying too much attention so. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh yeah you you start learning it from a very early age. I think it's because like English is an international language, so you you yeah, gotta know it. it's really. very,
1: very widely spoken,
2: yeah, language. I mean, with the music scene over
0: there is it similar to uh the UK? Is it, is it more pop orientated or is is would you say rock is more of, or metal is more of the uh um kind of popular music there
2: i would say like hip hop and pop and rap are like really really popular in there but the most popular genre which i mean nothing against the genre but i don't listen to it at all it's like a this bang, balkan genre called pop folk i don't know if if you've heard it uh-huh. it's like yeah. yeah, it's it's like this Middle Eastern type of um, rhythms and like... Yeah, so it's yeah. it's widely spread in Eastern Europe and the Balkans. This is, mm-hmm. I'd say, like the record label that we have for that music is on the top of all the music industry in Bulgaria. Like we're talking each video getting at least 2 million views on YouTube easily. Like all the artists are... And it's just one label for all the artists in, that are in really? that genre yeah so that they're, That's they're huge and then beneath them would be yeah like the um, hip-hop rap they have their uh three five nine awards which are like a national award for uh individual artists, groups so again like big numbers some of the some of the artists in there would get like some videos have seen up to 30 million views and stuff like this so around the around bulgaria even though they're in bulgarian in our language they still get the music gets a ton of listens from outside as well so these are the main definitely wow
1: that's yeah. awesome so what age did you like move over to uk then or did like did you decide that you wanted to live here
2: yeah so um i moved I was nineteen, Gabby was eighteen. Both of us when we finished high school we uh came here to study. So like uh two thousand and eighteen yeah. we we moved here. For me, I've um so since around ninth grade is when you know you like uh late teenager so your parents start to lose some of the grip on your future so because before that my family have always been so supportive on the music and stuff Mm. but my parents kept being like yeah you know keep the music but just get a degree on architect or something like something important (laughs) you know Uh, but like around (laughs) ninth grade when you're like Sixteen or whatever, fifteen, they started losing some grip on it. So that's when yeah. they were like, "Okay, yeah, you know what? Do music if you want to." So for like three or four years, I had the goal to actually coming here and studying sound engineering and like keeping up with the music. So it was it yeah. was a while before it happened.
1: <laughs> yeah, you decided that you wanted to get away. See, that's like my parents kind of wanted, like my passion as horses. Yeah, so I just wanted to play with them all day. But my parents said, "You need to get grades." So then you can play with horses, but I was a bit stupid and just kind of <laughs> decided not really to take part of that and just play with the horses. And yeah, skip yeah. That well, bit. I mean, yeah, but yeah.
2: I guess it it doesn't matter what you're doing as long as you're happy. That's like, the thing. Yeah. I
1: think as long as you're happy, there's a place in the world for everybody to. Yeah.
2: Exactly. To I, get do, there, I do. I but... do get it. Like, your parents, from a fin- financial standpoint, are like. There is a <laughs> Bulgarian saying that everyone keeps. and it's uh a musician doesn't feed a house so like he doesn't feed his family like a huge (laughs) saying and everyone keeps saying it so in that aspect i get why my parents wouldn't want me to be a musician but like at the same time
1: (laughs) exactly exactly so yeah that's quite like a bold move to like move out at 19 and come over to like yeah to move countries i mean i'm 19 now so For like me thinking, thinking,
0: yeah, let's move to Bulgaria. And I'd be like, "Uh, what do I do?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know. I don't think I could like cope like self-sufficient enough yet. I
0: I think for you, since you know the language, it's like, it's probably not as big of a deal. It's almost like,
1: Still, an extreme change t- yeah, but i think universe, even if i like, like moved to scotland i'd still i not ready for that oh but... yeah dude <laughs> like uh,
2: you, you should like, have heard us yeah, in yeah, the yeah. beginning with because so basically in bulgaria when you're learning english you have two types you either get a teacher that has studied american english or you get a teacher who studied british english so all my life i've been swapped to teachers that, <laughs> that i took in <laughs> both ways and like in school you learn a lot of things but you don't learn the the, the small things and uh, that are that a language is saying a country is saying or whatever yeah so the first few months yeah. in here stuff like see you later and like uh <laughs> when you ask the time and they're just saying you yeah, quote a or whatever that was so weird for us like it did uh, take yeah, some time yeah. to adapt. Have- <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah
1: i guess that must be quite stressful because like the uk especially we do have like very much our own language i mean every year it changes there's always new sayings coming out so there's a lot for you to pick up and then suddenly it will change then you have to kind of like what you've taught yourself you have to reteach yourself
2: yeah and i guess that
1: must have been like yeah and then the other
2: the other thing is like (laughs) even when we are talking on how people are acting it's so weird in bulgaria opposed to here because like the first day we came in wickham I had a friend who I met through um, one of the online courses for mixing. And he was like, do you want to go to the pub? And we go there with uh, three of them. We don't know them. We haven't seen them in real life. And we are in this uh, <laughs> the crowded pub that everyone is talking. And the first thing I noticed was British people, when they're talking, uh, talk really quietly. It doesn't matter how loud the scenario is. They talk quietly and yeah. they understand each other. But for us... We're from Bulgaria, so we scream when we're talking to- especially if you're <laughs> especially if you're in a pub setting, you're shouting your lungs for people to hear you. Yeah. So the first night uh, we walked out of the bar not hearing almost anything from what our friend said. You would just go like, yeah, 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 because <laughs> like you can't it.
1: To be fair, I completely agree because I struggle to understand people. Like I'm fully English and I like shout as well, so I completely get you. And I don't understand like the amount of times I have to ask people to repeat themselves because yeah. they do. But just people do speak really quietly to funny. each other. They mumble. It's not that they speak quietly. They like mumble. Yeah like what are you saying and it's like me shouting so quite a loud person but i what? don't understand so i fully get you to yeah. have a completely different language it must make it what other worse. english
2: um things have you noticed that was like really strange so like that pub instance. the first thing we basically when we came we stayed in london for two days In a friend this is another funny story so i got a i had a bulgarian friend met through uh, that online uh, mixing course nail to mix as well mm. but I had never seen him in real life. Like, we just knew each other for, of, online. And so I asked him whether we can stay in his place in London for two days because we didn't have where to stay until we find a flat. And he was like, yeah. So we, we kind of met while we were entering his house. We hadn't met each other before <laughs> that. But, like, the, <laughs> the first thing I noticed when we entered, I entered the bathroom in their house. And I saw the two tap uh, for cold water and hot water, the two in yeah. the sink. And i was like what the hell is that like why would you do it this way that was the first weird thing that i found
0: <laughs> like, i guess you just have one you just have one yeah controls. yeah
2: yeah then the second Sweet. one that makes more sense yeah, yeah. <laughs> that makes more sense yeah we uh from another thing that w- that i was struggling sometime was uh, uh you know how uh obviously the driving is the opposite way so like um uh, when you're crossing the road it's kind of weird like you're looking in the wrong direction first yeah uh, i keep yeah. doing that even now and then supermarkets <laughs> as well i found that your entrance and exit doors I, are swapped so like where we would enter you exit <laughs> so it fucks me up <laughs> when i'm entering as really? well <laughs> yeah but like small wow. things like these were so random when um when i first uh, started realizing them or when we came in our first flat <clears throat> we left our luggage and we were like okay let's go get some shopping like food and whatever get a uh, some water because basically in bulgaria i guess there are a lot of places with really good water uh i know our capital has really good water but our hometown has shitty tap water so you need to buy like from the shop you need to Lose buy like water. 20 liter bottles of water and whatever <laughs> and so really? we get go in the store and we find that there is nothing like this in here there was just a 500 mil water yeah. and i'm like what the fuck is happening in here why are people drinking <laughs> the <tap> water <laughs> yeah it was it was really fun but as you're saying like i think the hardest part was um not having your parents help you because like you kind of yeah. want them to help you and they want to help you obviously but like they know nothing about the language so even if they try yeah. they can't like i think that's oh. the thing yeah a big part of helping me was again that bulgarian friend uh who we stayed at in london because he would tell us like how to do the uh the electricity bills how to call people because we had the first week we had to learn how to do all of that because it's so different than back home <laughs> so it was oh yeah God. it was uh, mm. but i think it was really cool because like it it makes you grow older and literally a week yeah. and then like you would see people in uni that are coming for first year and you could still see that they're with their high school spirit like the young yeah. spirit and whatever uh like not caring about anything whereas you like being so away from your country and having to yeah. deal with it yourself you kind of learn all to- the shopping <laughs> all of the uh all the bills
0: electricity
1: yeah.
2: and you're just
0: like oh my the stress. <laughs> While everyone's like yeah let's go sort the, the I party feel like <laughs>
1: that is like quite a big uk thing though like Everyone is quite immature. Like, like they like to drink a lot. Everyone likes to go out and drink. Like first year of uni, it's like every single night everyone's drinking loads and stuff. And like, I mean, I mean yeah, that, I get it. It's yeah, literally yeah.
2: the same. Well, I guess partially why it's not as as much with us is because we already had done a lot of it in Bulgaria. We, we were in high school, yeah. it's just in an earlier age you would start like the partying and whatever but back home all of my friends that go to uni do the same thing like it's parties constantly and i i do dig that like this is like your uni life but for us having to come to a different country it had to be a bit manipulated
1: yeah (laughs) Yeah, and having to like pay for like your bills and everything to live here so it's more
2: yeah yeah
1: kind of you have to be a bit more serious (laughs)
2: but it's really really good like i do dig the challenges that it presents you because having to work for example as you're studying makes you be even harder working with your studies because you don't have that amount of time i really think it's uh helping you be organized so it was really good yeah Mm.
1: good
0: yeah so um metal. metal metal is your is your how do I say? Forte. I don't know. Forte, forte. yeah, that's, that's the That's the one. That's your forte. <laughs> yeah. Um... When did you start getting into metal? Has that been like your go-to? Are your family into like heavy music? So
2: or... um, my mother doesn't really listen to a lot of music, but like being a mother and supportive, she she does listen to whenever I'm like, oh, do you want to hear this or that band? And like, it's, you know, <laughs> I would I would play Slipknot, for example, and there was massive screaming and I can see that she's like not really enjoying it but she'll be like yeah it was really good And <laughs> the end of the song she would be like yeah i dig it <laughs> but um my father is a huge rock fan so when i started um before first grade when i was in kindergarten and up to first grade we would have um he would play um 80s bands concerts like scorpions acdc all this stuff he would play concerts uh, on the speakers and uh, we had those um, badminton rackets in in house yeah. with my brother and I would pretend that I'm playing the guitar on the badminton <laughs> uh, racket yeah. so it started <laughs> like this and then at first grade I was like um, I just one night I said to my parents I want to study guitar and like on the next day they were like yeah okay and they bought me like a small Chinese guitar which was really fun like I didn't expect them to say yeah let's go and I started with classical guitar Um, and I was listening to a lot of like 80s rock and just the hard rock scene but then around fifth or sixth grade I started swapping a bit I still kept playing rock but I was listening to a lot of pop as well so it kind of shifted the the genres for me and then around like 2013-14 2013-14 i started discovering some more modern alternative rock bands like 30 seconds to mars and and like uh some heavier like Shine Down and whatever started loving this and then from then i don't know how but it got heavier and heavier each year like i started liking heavier stuff and at that point like i love everything from like softer modern rock to like really heavy stuff but it swapped a bit where when I was young I would listen to a lot of old school eighties bands and now I'm mostly listening to modern stuff and I haven't listened that much to the to the old school stuff. But yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. been it's been around like genre wise, but currently it's in metal. <laughs>
0: That's great. I mean who are your
2: favorite artists at the moment? Uh it's number one, it still is thirty seconds to Mars, even though I listen to a lot of heavier 30 seconds to mars would be number one. Oh, oh is that cool. a tattoo or 30
0: seconds yeah, to Mars? yeah yeah what is tribute
2: that tribute to the band yeah and then i have the breaking benjamin would be top three breaking benjamin are oh, amazing yeah, that's cool. and uh otherwise bring the horizon sick band um yeah lord and atlantis we've talked about it look like lord and atlantis yeah. are up there for me i was on the last gig that they ever had before the hiatus that was the first time i was seeing them live I was like dreaming. It was it was amazing. And then uh, of Mice and Men, Outer Bridge, um, a lot of bands like this Shine Down. Yeah. They are yeah definitely on the on the top of the list. Wow, she sleeps incredible band again. Yeah, yes. I constantly listen to those. But and then if we're talking outside of metal, I dig artists like uh, Ed Sheeran. And then yeah. Gabby would play me a lot of stuff like Andrew Day. Uh, I got to listen to her through Gabby. Amy Winehouse, I wasn't paying enough attention about her music before Gabby being like, listen to this, and then I was blown yeah. away. So she's a favorite artist as well, definitely. Outside of the metal genre. Yeah, yeah she's,
0: she's definitely got a great story Yeah, as she's well. a
1: yeah. big UK icon. She definitely, like, shapes the UK quite a lot. And Ed. Yeah. Ed, Ed of yeah. course. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, like, I feel Ed is the roots of all music love you've got to start with ed yeah of course. i mean like Definitely. from a young age like he's probably like my favorite artist that like i listened to as a child like from yeah. being young it's like probably like yeah. the only one that i could remember that i like something i was like oh i really like that yeah Put like, you into kind emotional
0: pe- tunes at a young age yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah yeah
1: i mean it's like singing along like trying to strum but, the guitar yeah,
0: yeah i'm yeah, curious yeah. to see what you think on this topic where um obviously i was very similar to you. you you you're brought up to listening to fairly mainstream music on the telly when you're very young but like five years old pop mm. music that's what i was listened to yeah, me yeah. Too. Uh, my parents have always been into rock though you know you get into rock mm. you hear screaming you're like oh i don't know about that that's a little bit yeah. get, you know a bit harsh on the ears for sure um yeah and then as you go in like there's a little bit of a raspy vocal in the voice. And you're like, oh, this band's cool. And then it gets a bit heavier. Oh, there's a section where it's got a full-on scream. Oh, that bit's actually quite cool. And it seems like as time goes by, your taste does cater towards just like, once you hear something a little bit more and more, you just start liking it more. It's like, actually, that is, I just want to hear more of this now. Yeah. And I think people can get into this like insane rabbit hole. I mean, this goes with any genre as well. I mean, Definitely. you could be not into country music at all i mean as soon as you start kind of delving into that hearing more their of production kind of country, country music
2: production is even though i don't listen to it a lot the production is insane Amazing. like it's up to upwards with pop production and it's ridiculous how good it is yeah definitely i think like uh, especially with screaming it's not like anyone heard their first song and was like i love it it does get some used to because it's such a thing that you've never seen in the in in medias like you don't really hear about it if you don't do the search and then find this huge word of like world of like that metal me. and screams but yeah same for me like i remember i i was going to singing lessons as well so <laughs> when i started the singing lessons i was still uh somewhat in the pop area so i would do like songs by justin bieber and whatever try to to um find my voice in there which I was shit at pop, because, like, pop is, yeah, like... I was
1: gonna say, I can't imagine you singing a Justin Bieber <laughs> <laughs> I know, song. I know.
2: Yeah. It's, like, because it's, it's such different technical abilities it needs mm. you need to to actually do it. Then I started some Nickelback tunes, and from there, the first screamings and, and rasp vocals I heard were from uh, 30 Seconds to Mars, because on, on A Beautiful Light, they did have uh, some really cool emo screams, and I remember just being like, this is so badass, like, how do I do it? And... I would go to my Electra, uh, and she's amazing. Like, she's a amazing singer, um, but she has been brought with, like, uh, Bulgarian pop in the 70s, 80s, you know, when she was active as well. So, like, genres like this are so outside of, her, like, um, mm-hmm. listening habits. And uh, the first times I was uh, showing the rasp singing and screaming, she was like, uh, she she was didn't know what is happening and, like, what the technique would be for that. It was so fun. Like, having full-on Bring Me The Horizon screams on a pop yeah. lecturer <laughs> lesson, but it was amazing.
0: <laughs> That's great, yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you you felt the same. I think it goes with really any culture. I mean, if you're... Uh well my dad is a chef yeah and i can imagine like when you first start eating food <laughs> yeah you start with like fairly like generic like yeah you know, cool you know um carrots and yeah well i guess you sort of like mashed food don't you but yeah. um, you know like burgers and <laughs> yeah <chips> and whatever <laughs> all they breakfast and stuff, it's quite accepted but yeah. then like as you start to go up and well, you start eating like Octopus, like <laughs> yeah. crocodile or like or like just these Kangaroo. whack foods <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly but you start
2: trying things and eventually you start liking more stuff i think yeah it's cool yeah yeah definitely yeah. and i think like uh in in the bulgarian metal genre because in here the metal genre is quite broad in a way like you do have a lot of the lighter metal bands heavier metal bands whereas in bulgaria it is Quite common to, to have the heavier elements in the music, especially when we are talking metal. A lot of the bands in there would incorporate uh, screams and like uh, mm. gentle riffs, and it's really cool. Like, they some of the first band I, bands I heard were starting it uh, from way back in the day, which is really cool. Like, they were getting inspired by all these older bands and um, tr- tweaking the sound in a way. So, whereas in, in the UK, you do have like the pop metal acts which are heavy but like the vocals would be really pop in bulgaria i find we have the rock bands and then you have the metal bands which a lot of the times would be like heavier or with their elements and instrumentation and everything it's really cool it's it's uh quite different in there for sure love it Yeah.
1: yeah so you spoke to us about like some of your tattoos already what are i see you have like another one like so, yeah.
2: this is the first yeah. one this is the first one me and gabby have uh the same and it's just both of us met through music that uh, that uh singing lessons that i'm talking about both of us are were in the singing lessons and uh one day i met her when she was on a on a just on her lesson i was searching for the teacher from then we uh, got on a friendship and like it uh, yeah. shifted to like more than that and so we we met through music that was our how we first met so oh, we decided to just do a sound wave as a first tattoo and then yeah, yeah. yeah you may have to
0: describe cool. the tattoos as people may just be listening
2: yeah <laughs> oh yeah just just like yeah. through audio so yeah <laughs> Talking about a visual stuff yeah yeah true yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> it's a sound wave. <laughs> a sound wave.
1: sound wave.
2: The second thing, wave uh, a lot of people say it's a microphone, which I don't get. How can you like say this is a microphone when it's literally a fader? Like that's clearly. <laughs> I don't know how people would say
1: it's <laughs> yeah. a mic. But... It's definitely not a mic. <laughs> yeah. Not a mic at all. Well,
2: yeah, it's a it's a fader. Well, sound engineering, obviously, you need to to have something mm-hmm. for it, and then this one is uh, Refs logo. I just had to yeah. had to have my logo on my uh hand. Yeah. Who made this logo? Did you create this? Yeah, I it was like uh just trial and error on um Photoshop and then I ended up yeah. it's it's basically like two R's if you think about it. Like Ref the oh, first yeah, letter, yeah. it's two R's just in a yeah. like stylized way. And yeah, I um just tried to make it this way and it, it worked. So I was like, okay, it actually looks good. And then this one I uh, designed it myself as well. It's Breaking Benjamin. It has the lyrics from my favorite song of theirs, "Fade Away," and uh, it just has a tree that is fading away on one side with the birds yeah, like on that. the other side of the tree. Really nice. That's cool. Yeah, it came out really I like good. That a
1: lot.
2: <laughs> what what
0: section of the song is that lyrics, or is that lyrics for the whole track?
2: Uh, this is the uh, the chorus, so it just says. Fast, I fade away. It's almost over. Hold on. Slow, I suffocate. I'm cold and broken, alone. It's a really good song. Like it's uh, the mm. beginning track of hit of their Dear Agony 2009 album, and it just enters with like clean major scale guitars. It sounds so so good. Like it's always been my favorite song of theirs. Such an incredible tune. Amazing.
1: I like it. All your tattoos are music related. You've got a tattoo. For your Paramore, I haven't got, you?
2: Yeah, the Paramore one is the, sick. I love it. Yeah, yeah.
0: it's a music thing. It's a music thing. Got to get uh, tattoos of your favorite bands. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you've
1: also got a number eleven, just number in 11. case you uh, get lost.
2: Yes, get lost. Yeah, your house your number. House
1: number. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, Sam has some sick music-related tattoos as well.
1: Yeah, your brother's got sick tattoos. Yeah. He's got so many. Yeah, he has got some regal ones. Yeah, I've brother. got none so far so i've just got lots of ear piercings yeah the
0: rev logo on your full yeah. yeah right, yeah. right here
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> the lucid face over my yeah. face <laughs>
2: yeah but like now's the time i i have so many other ideas and i really want to do them but the last year with lockdowns and everything we couldn't actually like pull the ideas yeah <laughs> but yeah it, once once all the craze stops i feel like I'm going to be next year. Luke will see me with like a full sleeve or something. Yeah. Just go we'll it.
1: come back. We'll come back for another podcast a year later. And uh, we'll have tattoo like an tool. update. Yeah. Like a, an, a yeah. tattoo update. <laughs>
0: That'll be fun. I mean, I mean, not sure how you feel, but when I have thought about tattoos, like I am very indecisive and I have to really know if yeah. I want it. I mean, I've only got two, obviously, but those two tattoos... I yeah. was thinking about it a lot. Like, I, a long just, time. I can't just be like, oh, yeah, dude, I'm going to get a microwave tattooed on my elevator. Which is yeah. something some your brother do. would do.
1: That but is such. My such... brother
0: is very much like, yeah, dude, I'd just get like Pepper Pig drawn on my cheek. <laughs> yeah. fine. That's fine. cool, yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, yes. Yeah, so... He hasn't done that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that would be fun. <laughs> do you, do you, are, you, yeah. are you kind of like, do you go
2: with the moment or do you just, do you have to put some time in? So, before we did the first one with Gabby, obviously the first tattoo is kind of like, thought process because i've i've been wanting to do one since i was like 16 or something but obviously i had to wait until i was 18 um yeah, yeah so i was really like indecisive what i want they like people will say shit like um uh, print the tattoo that you want and look at it for eight months or whatever. And I'm just thinking, if I look at anything for eight months, I'm probably going to go bored out of it. Like, yeah. the thing with tattoos is, I don't know if you've uh, noticed that, but a lot of times, the first week you get the tattoo, you go on the mirror and you're like, oh, that looks badass. And then from the first week, you forget about it. Like, sometimes I would go yeah. like this with my hands, go up and, like, see that I have tattoos. Like, it's, it's really weird that you forget yeah. the times. But, like, the first one thinking a lot and then gabby um uh, was like should we do matching tattoos And i was like yeah well Let, let's let's do a matching tattoo and uh we literally did it a week after we uh thought about it i told my parents like because uh, i'm really close with them and even though they can't tell me no when i'm 18 already i mm-hmm. i had to tell them that i'm doing it and i was like yeah i'm 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 getting a tattoo and i remember my mother being like yeah okay with her thinking that i won't actually do it <laughs> and then on the day of like us going uh they were just like no don't do it don't go (laughs) and whatever it was really fun but yeah after that after the first one i haven't given that much thought a lot of times it will like pop in my head and i'll be like okay i really 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 want this and i would get it because like yeah i can grow out of it maybe at some time but i can always cover it up if i want to yeah. and as i said a lot of times you kind of don't notice your own tattoos when they're on you for a while so 100 percent, i That's feel
1: the, the same thing. oh like even with my piercings i like tied up my hair the other day and i was like oh yeah i forgot like my ears are completely like pissed yeah, a bit. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, like, I just forget and i was just like tying it up and i was like oh yeah i forgot yeah. like, it's like
0: i've been wearing this ring for like years now yeah and I don't see it. It just looks yeah. like my hand. Yeah, like, yeah I don't yeah. see it as there's a yeah. ring in my hand anymore. I'm
1: like, oh yeah, forget that. Seth. Definitely,
0: definitely. It's it. it would fit. Yeah. It would not feel like my hand if mm. it was gone. Oh like, yeah, hundred percent. I'd feel like I'd lost, I'd lost a limb. Off. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you do feel like a bit naked if it like a piece of jewelry. That like one of
0: your tattoos put. just wasn't there one day, you'd be like, oh, oh <laughs> yeah. no, what's happened? Yeah,
1: what's Yeah,
2: exactly. yeah definitely, exactly. Yeah, I do, I do love tattoo culture and like. Uh, we would spend nights just... uh, One of our favorite shows is Ink Master. And, like, we would just spend nights watching tattoo shows and, like, watching other people's tattoos. Uh, Yeah, just obsessing about tattoo artists. Because back home, we have some crazy talented artists as well. So even in UK as well. Uh, In UK, even in a small town like High Wycombe, we have some mad great tattoo artists. Mm. So,
0: yeah. Mm. I think just creative... um the creative arts yeah. is just amazing i think social media just shows you how many creative people there actually are yeah. around yeah which is so awesome like you can just you're like one click away to just seeing some just like mastermind tattoo artists and it's yeah. like wow Definitely. incredible pieces of art mm-hmm. yeah um kind of on a shift topic to um obviously you've just released an ep is there any other music coming though have you is there anything in
2: the works so um, with only for Ref, I do have some things that are, we are working on because trying with the momentum, we are trying to like um, release something new, uh, like in recent months to just have something. Um, so there are things in the works, and outside of Ref, obviously Lucid, we are working on a yeah. lot of crazy stuff. I I do hope we start yeah. pulling in. Twenty twenty one is going to be like a mad year on releases and then i'm working on uh sure i've been working with archie for muddy duck he has some sick music and i've been producing mixing and mastering the music for him um and then i've been working with uh a bulgarian artist as well currently like um producing and uh, mixing a really cool instrumental metal track but yeah um with Mm -hmm. ref we do have things in the works i i i really can't wait to like continue releasing because like uh i don't know i just want to show people what what i've been figuring and whereas for the last three years i haven't been thinking a lot like a musician and more like a sound engineer now this year i kind of balanced it out a bit where like i'm really excited on the music side as well yeah
0: for sure yeah i'm super excited to get the lucid stuff i mean this is the first time even mentioning lucid really yeah um yeah we got some fat tunes. You guys have it's got some coming. very fat We're just waiting tunes. to record Cobb on drums. And like we said earlier in the podcast, Cobb is just yeah. the He's, filthiest drummer. Yeah. The incredible you guy. You
1: just drool. You watch him drum and you will drool. Your jaw will Definitely. drop to the ground and you yeah. will just sat there with a puzzle of drool. That curly
2: locks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The locks help. <laughs> yeah. yeah. With lucid music, like i when i uh, when i entered the band you already had uh, a lot of tunes done and that was my first thing that i thought when i was listening to the music was like that that's fucking huge like it does sound like something you would hear on charts like because it's mm. it's a bit more easily accessible music i guess and it's really creative uh in its ways i've showed it to a bunch of people already like some of the mm. demos that we've had and everyone is literally blown away from the demos yeah and, yeah oh, that's great it has a lot of potential like on on the live audio lectures that we had when there was a bit of a break from lockdowns i uh kept putting lucid stuff on the pas and it sounds fucking huge like i can't i just can't wait to actually start doing like a lot more on it definitely
1: yeah Mm. guitars
0: are recorded Yeah. bass is almost recorded yes we'll do we'll bash out drums in probably a couple days yeah
2: yeah, well, uh, with cops, drums will be literally the setup probably will take more than the actual recording. It's kind of like <laughs> it's kind of like with you if you think about it. Every time we've recorded drums with you. Both of us would spend so much time on, like, trying neat things and nitpick on the actual yeah. setup. Yeah. And then the actual drums is, like, a few hours, Bum, like, the whole EP is done.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been, like, two hours setting up and a couple just record the whole album in, like, one second. <laughs> yeah. Yep, done. first yeah. try. <laughs> just sample, replace everything. Each kid on.
1: <laughs> yeah. Re- <laughs>
0: records it triple speed and then slows it down. <laughs> Yeah, nice. no time for messing around
2: yeah
0: wow Definitely. we've accumulated quite a long time so far
2: actually yeah
0: like, over an hour in which is so awesome fun
2: just um, talking about anything really that's that's the fun thing i think that's why it's going so long we can literally spend yeah. the afternoon just talking talk on every- stuff yeah exactly, <laughs> literally it.
1: there's so much to is there anything
0: things you want to ask
1: no i think that's it i think 2021 is going to be a, a good year for you guys both of you releasing lots of stuff yeah. with you know lucid your own music artists you're working with i think it's gonna mm. be uh gonna be a good year definitely but, yeah definitely. But...
2: are there any things you want to mention Dobbs? uh i don't know <laughs> not right now uh if anyone listening to the podcast hasn't heard the music maybe go to ref on spotify youtube wherever yeah you want we're gonna to.
1: link everything yeah. down in the description box course, all the stuff check the music and
2: and just along with your socials yeah yeah they can tell what they think but yeah that i i love the format that you guys have created because you know a lot of times podcasts will be kind of formal with questions about specific things and i dig when podcasts yeah. are kind of like just just talking at the end of the day like it's yeah. Uh, yeah. A, a really chill conversation just, friends you at the end of the day, just catching up yeah or yeah
0: definitely
1: friends I mean Pags. we
0: can tell you our our notes here are just uni brev that's the next note lucid, lucid. recording sound engineering and bulgaria yeah.
2: <laughs> everything not, about bulgaria in an hour yeah. or less <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah you got 10 seconds of bulgaria going i just say it like yeah and that's it like the alcohol yeah. is the only thing you need yeah. to mention <laughs> yeah them. yeah but we we've been watching some bulgarian podcasts as well where it's like it's structured in a similar way where it's just conversation and i really dig it you can yeah. still get really informative info about things but yeah it's just yeah really really fun <laughs> We both like... It just, just seems like
0: a like a regular. Yeah,
1: it's just like, like a regular us chatting catch-up. in the car
0: on the way to rehearsal. Just yeah, talking actually, yeah, it's
2: it's literally it. the same. Most of the time on the car to a rehearsal, we are listening to new songs and like sharing ideas on what we heard and whatever. Yeah. It's so enthusiastic, and I can feel the same thing in here. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Next time we I do like it in I a car, think. then we'll put one yeah. laptop in one car. If we <laughs> <laughs> like be... a
1: knockoff knock off Not James cool. Corden carpool karaoke yeah.
2: can you imagine in a smaller car to DJ carpool karaoke style <laughs> yeah that is so fun <laughs> just would to be have
1: hilarious. Benny
2: Sam and Cobb at the backseat <laughs> and, <the next laughs> <on the> <laughs> and Amy next to you just squeezing on the it's car like, camera yeah. in the middle with the two massive lights yeah <laughs> that is so cool a,
1: a tight squeeze yeah a tight well squeeze probably
2: but, Sam yeah. your brother will be on the front engine just shooting from outside yeah, the car <laughs> popping on the pothole yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: anyway this has been really fun man Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: obviously I enjoyed it so camera. so much
0: <laughs> yeah if you haven't listened to Rev already please check out his recent EP which is called Breaking Point my favourite track is Cut Loose it yeah. Yeah. starts off it's big, good but the, like amazing screams if you like the screams but the chorus is just catchy as hell yeah you must look at it uh listen to it even
1: but yeah so in the drop down box you know click on the link to the song go on luke's inter- instagram which is luke underscore pomfret mine's amy mabbitt what is yours Dobbs? what's your social rev metal official
2: rev metal official
1: Perfect. check them out we'll link them below.
0: Yes. Thank you very much, everyone. This has been Tune In with Luke and Amy, episode one. We hope to see you on the next ones. Perfect. Goodbye. Bye.
1: Bye, Dobbs. Bye. Bye. <laughs>